0: Welcome to Be A Better Human channel. And this is a pop-up that I just feel really strongly about. It's February 15th, 2020. And as I was just driving, headed to my little errands that I have to run today, it came across my heart, you know, that this word hopefully can bless somebody. And what came across my heart was, I get to decide who I am. I get to decide who I want to be. Maybe the per- the person I've been acting like, you know, my past is not the person I truly want to continue to be. So I get to decide who I am. I don't have to have other people define, you know, what I what is beautiful or what is smart or what is successful or what is unsuccessful for me. And so I know it kinda of gets into it gets kind of cloudy when people start saying, Well this is my truth. I'm living in my truth. And when you get to certain levels with that, you got to be careful. But I understand to a certain standpoint what they're trying to say. Because just because other people are trying to put a condition on you and a, a pattern on you that they have agreed with doesn't mean that you have to agree with that. And it doesn't make you wrong because you don't agree with their pattern. So like today... I did my makeup. I don't... I I didn't used to wear makeup and things like that. But I was talking to the lady that did my makeup yesterday. She did an awesome job, by the way. And I liked how she kind of said it without even knowing she was saying it. And she said, I used to be a person that was like, ooh, makeup is so fake. Blase, blase. And she said, but now I can't go one day without wearing it because I just feel so much better. And I feel, you know, I have three kids, so it gives me time to kind of like take care of myself and... You know, put effort into my appearance and things like that. And I said, You don't have to make excuses for why you take that time to do makeup. But I thought it was funny because she was basically saying she had become the opposite of what she used to say. Hey, I would never wear makeup. You know, it's so fake. And her face is really pretty. You know, she had her eyelashes, everything. And I, to a certain degree, I could identify with that because so many times we tell ourselves certain things in our head. And we try to make something bad just because we don't want to do it or just because we're not doing it. And it's not necessarily a thing that has to do with our salvation or anything like now and those type of issues. But it's just a personal choice. And when she got done doing my makeup, I'm telling you, I got attention, so much attention. With the same body shape, with the same personality, with my makeup on, I get looks everywhere I go. And it's funny because... It's not even that I'm, I'm not any different now. it would be different if I had lost a lot of weight or there was some other factor contributing to the attention I was getting, and I wear the same outfits, but I do I mean I do have some better fitting outfits than others, but um it was just really kind of cool like once you start getting well as a woman as once you get certain attention, you kind of enjoy that, and I was even getting attention I was getting positive feedback, I should say, even from women. And it wasn't... So it wasn't always about sexual, you know, a sexual thing. You know, people were just kinder. And anything I had, like, that I would say, seemed like people were receptive to it. It's it's really something. And I even made a podcast about, you know, you're more better beautiful without makeup. And I was like, you know, makeup can be very deceptive and things like that. And so I still stand by the fact that you don't want to be vain with things uh the lord says that he resists the proud so when it comes to you know wanting to be beautiful and things like that when it becomes to a point where you're being vain i believe that is definitely not what the lord is looking for any of us to be doing but i do think that um it is a positive it's a positive thing to want to put your best foot forward and if it takes time and effort to look a certain way and it's only in a way that you're just trying to put your best foot forward. I think that there's nothing there's definitely nothing wrong with that. And I think that I have seen my own uh exuberance, I'm able to um impact and come across a certain way with people just when I have my makeup. And it's not anything like I said that I'm trying to do, it's just it's just the truth. And so now that I personally have seen the effect of it in a positive way, I'm kind of changing. I'm changing my mind about the whole makeup thing, um, but I do believe that we still have to every day decide what what is my stance on this issue what, and why is my stance that way. You know, is this something that I really need to have that particular mindset about? Because if it's just something, I right now I'm th- I was talking about my appearance, but there's so many other things that we could talk about. Some people decide they need to be vegan. Some people decide they need to just totally disregard. Uh, certain places and certain type of music and all these type of things and I'm really close friends with people some people like they're very serious about you know certain uh, movies and things like that and I, and, and I I try to agree where I can agree and where I believe it's a biblical stand uh, the biblical position to take but I personally do listen to r and B. I I personally do um, go have fun and I go places that will play R&B I go places that does provide drinks, but I don't drink when I'm there and I don't, you know, turn into a different person just because I'm in that environment. So what I'm saying is I get to choose. I get to choose, um, not to the point where what's right and what's wrong, but I get to choose how I want to enjoy my life and how I want to participate in certain things and if I'm going to exclude myself from something, it's going to be because I know that the Lord has already given me peace on it. And this is interesting. I'm going this direction because I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm just being led to talk about this. Now, when I when I first met my soon-to-be our ex-husband... I didn't really feel that there was a chemistry there. I felt there was more of a, um, a lustfulness coming from him. And I didn't really, I didn't really look at him anything more than just somebody that was pursuing me. I knew he was pursuing me. And I would say that I kind of looked at him as a friend, but I really can't say I looked at him as a friend either. And this is the honest, this is being honest. Why not be honest, right? It's twenty twenty. So, because I wasn't looking for it to go anywhere, I didn't have an expectation for my pers- my participation in what was happening. You know, yeah, I was continuing to allow myself to spend time with him and go on lunch dates, things like that. But I kept telling myself, oh, it's just innocent. It's not going anywhere. And so now, these years later, now that I see how the enemy can use, you know, your, 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 he can use your um inability to make a decision um or your inability or uh to say, "Oh, this isn't meaning much or that i'm I'm still participating but I'm not participating." He uses all those gray that 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 kind of stuff to keep you uh stuck and to keep you compromising yourself so had I never went on lunch dates it would never ended up being a dinner date had I never went on dinner dates it would never ended up where he would know enough about my life to ask me offer me help for different things so that is where everything started off you know where I was in my own denial accepting his advances and once I I did find out very early on that he was a different belief system than me and I think that I did have a certain barrier up because of that but my barrier obviously wasn't high enough and I should have just never entertained. So anyway, yesterday was Valentine's Day. I got to enjoy myself, went out with some friends, and um, several guys tried to approach me. Um, I liked some of their approaches. Some of their approaches were kind of lustful, you know, but I wasn't even dressed in the particular way that was, you know, encouraging that. That's just what they were doing. But um, what I will say is I already know out of the – I met like four different guys in different situations yesterday. And that's why I was like, wow, this makeup really does, it does do something. So, um, what did I doing with that? Oh, but out of the four guys, only two of them got the real number from me. And then, yeah, the two people that get the number to, they're on stand, you know, they're kind of like on a, on a, on an arm's length situation. You know, if they call me too much, I'm gonna block them. If they call and they're talking a certain way they will be told they're gonna to be blocked so but I don't really believe these two are gonna be those type of men that's why I went on and gave them the right number but I'm just saying like I don't have like any expectation for it to be anything but the minute I find out that it's not gonna be anything I'm gonna to have to just put up a barrier where I don't have any contact and that's where the block comes in so because I'm not gonna be fooled by saying well you know I'm I'm bored, or this person showing me this attention or whatever, so I'm going to accept it. And what does it have to do with I get to choose? I'm getting back to that point. I get to choose who I want to be. So who you become and who you are has a lot to do with who you entertain. So I didn't realize that back in my 20s. I thought that I'm still individual. I still have standards. I still have whatever I have. And this second individual or this this other person, even if I'm entertaining them, is not having any influence on me. I was very naive about that. I was extremely naive about that. And now I'm like, no, 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 no. The Bible really clearly says that evil communication corrupts good good morals. And you might not think it's evil communication, but if a person's not a believer, then you're continuing to do anything with them, you know, even if it's just an innocent something, like, going to the park or going for ice cream, you're communicating with someone that you really shouldn't be entertaining at all because you know that their core values are not the same. So I had to learn that the hard way. But as I move on with my life and as I've um, looked at everything in perspective, I'm like, I can't really make myself a victim in any situation or anything like that. I just have to look at for what it was and I know never to make that decision, you know, never make that decision again to um, continue to participate, or uh, what do you call it, entertain somebody? Once I get enough information from the jump, oh, you don't know Jesus. Oh, just and you not knowing Jesus is really enough right there, not to entertain you anymore. And no matter how nice your smile is, no matter how you come across, you I have to know in the background that something is off because you don't know Jesus. So that in itself is, is all I really should have used to make my. determination of if i would ever entertain this person again but um and i think that 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 that's where i'm deciding uh for myself in 2020 and pretty much even before 2020 that jesus people gotta have jesus in their lives you know we might not have to agree on much after that but we have to at least agree on that for me to entertain a lunch date me entertain a, a hello and a goodbye i mean like i changed my phone number um, because I thought about it and I was like, it's been a long time since I ever changed my number since I moved to Texas and this has turned into a rant, but it's okay. We ever to this, this, whatever. And I was like, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't, there's a couple people that aren't Christians that have my number and I don't think that's good. So I was like, I'm just going to change my number and I'm going to make a determination. I don't care how long a person has been in my life, I'm going to make a determination based off of the... What I have perceived from their actions, not just what they say, but how they act if they really have a relationship with Jesus. And as I take my time to reflect on my uh, con- my last conversations with them or the things I've done, uh, experienced with them over the years, if I don't really see a full stand for Jesus, you know, they don't get my new number. I mean, because it's just, it's just not going to really be good. It's not going to be good. And that circle is going to be still pretty close to what it was anyway, because I, I really do have long-lasting relationships where I really, um, it's hard for me to disconnect from people that I love. You know, I, I I really love hard, so it's really hard for me if I had any long relationship with a person for me to totally think, think back and say, hmm, you know, this person bringing me closer to Christ, or this person's influence in my life because i know they're influencing me i'm influencing them but i now have to realize that and be truthful about they do have influence if i'm communicating with them hanging out with them in any way they are influencing me and the enemy wanted me to believe that people weren't that i was the only one influencing them but um i know now i know better so i'm just like okay not only are i'm going to what do you call it um be different and be who I wanna who I know the Lord wants me to be, I'm going to be judging my close relationships and even my associate relationships to the point where it's it's a strong discernment. It's a strong uh boundary that I'm putting up. And I had to put up a strong boundary with my own child. He's sixteen, um I had to put up a strong boundary up. I had to call his father I felt led to call his father, I should say, and um, me and his dad just have a part, uh, totally a parental connection. And he's he, but I feel like his dad really is trying to be the best Christian he can be. And I, and that and even though I've never really been in his dad's presence over like sixteen years, but maybe three times, when I talk to him and the conversations I've had with him, he's pretty solid. I mean, as far as his his devotion to the Lord and things like that. Um, Even when he's saying things that he doesn't even know I'm picking up on, I'm like, yes, this dude, he has solid. I mean, I I know you can't really say that about another person fully, but I can say what I've observed. And even when I talk to my son about certain things, my son has not denied that his dad pretty much lives the way he comes across over the phone. So I'm just like, hmm. So when we both had a conversation yesterday about our parenting situation with our son, we both came to the same hard conclusion that, you know, it's it's not a really a good place right now to embrace the way my son is behaving and how he's conducting his life. And it's hard because he's so young, but at the same time, it's not that hard because when you have a prayer life and when you have fasted for this person when you have shown love when you have you know went above where I think I won't say I've been above and beyond I think I've done what most parents rational parents would have done and because I'm a praying woman and, I, and uh, things like that I know at this point that I am justified in how I how I, uh, continue on with this, pers- this particular relationship and um, even though I'm kind of going in different categories whatever my son says about me From his perception as, as his mother, that's his perception. That doesn't that doesn't change who I am as a mother. It doesn't change who I am as a person. It doesn't change who I am. Period. Not not any more than it would change if, you know, um, one of my sisters or one of my other relatives gave their opinion of me. You know, it it, it, who I am does not change because that one particular person has a different idea who I am. And I think that that's really what freed me. This week and i and I decided into you know pre like I said before twenty twenty started, I decided I get to choose, damn it, yeah, <laughs> I get to choose. I have all these people trying to put different ideas in my head about who they think I am or what they uh believe to be true about me, and I even have my ex say something I never heard him say um couple, like just some weeks ago. He said that he knew me better than my parents and I'm like, okay, that's pretty that's pretty prideful of you to think that you know a human being so well, you know, because you really don't. You I mean I and I have to admit I don't know him that well either. (laughs) I really I've learned some things, but I realize the best thing to do is don't overestimate what you think another person's move is gonna be. All you can do if you have a relationship with Christ, if you're if you're on the side of what's right, you will be persecuted and ridiculed by this world. So you don't want to really look for the approval of men anyway, because most people are worldly. The Bible says that there's going to be more people that are going the, 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 um, the wide path than the narrow path. So if you're on a narrow path and most people are not, they're not going to understand you anyway. So for him to make a statement like that, I was like, Hmm, I'm glad he, that's kind of funny that he thinks that he knows me so well. So that means either he was purposely not being a good husband or he really just is arrogant in his own mind. And he doesn't really know me at all, but he has perceived, based off of certain things that he knows about women in general, that this is what, that's who I am. So I just felt like, okay, I'm going to disregard these type of comments and I'm like, the only person, that, only being that really knows me is my Holy Spirit, is is the, is the Lord through the Holy, not, I shouldn't say just through the Holy Spirit, but the only person that really, being that really knows me is God. And he's the one I'm trying to please anyway. So if I displease others, others start throwing me under the bus saying I'm not this and I'm not that, you know, uh, join the club, there's a lot of people that think I'm not this and I'm not that. Um, and I think it's funny because some people say I've been called everything but a child of God. <laughs> I don't. I can't really say that's true about me, but I feel that way at times. I feel like, okay, why would people, you know, assign a negative connotation to me in place of a positive connotation? You know, but that's cool. You know, Jesus, they did it to Jesus first. You know, he went around doing good and he got accused of having the devil. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's something else in this world. But, um, I this ran really too long but i'm happy for whoever listens to it i hope you got something out of it uh you get to decide you get to decide who you are don't let other people try to put their their label on you don't let family do it don't let friends do it and don't let society of all people do it you know you you can choose what kind of character you want to portray hopefully you are being a person that christ can be proud of You know, you have the mind of Christ. Hopefully that's the kind of person you are. But if you're not, you can always choose to start being that person and being a better human. See how that that goes together with this channel. Be a better human, man. Like, just just do it. It's not that difficult. And you just got to want to, you know. So on that note, I'm just going to say thank you for listening. And have a great, great, great week.